Welcome back, folks, to your favorite new pod, Girls Gone Mild. It's Mel Baker here with everyone's favorite, Harpria. Hey. <laughs> What's up? We're working on the intros. Give us, give us a little space here. But um, <laughs> how's your week been? Well, my week's been fantastic, Mel. Thanks for asking. I actually recently graduated from my crutches. So now I'm just limping with a brace. So super exciting in regards of my physical health. Um, Mental health. On the other hand. That's a whole nother episode, I'm afraid. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to save that one for the Patreon. (laughs) How are you, though? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I was I was just talking off air with HP about today. I actually went to the local Goodwill. First of all, it's been yes. forever since I've gone to Goodwill, but I FaceTime Harper and she's like, I love your sweater. And I'm like, damn, thanks. It was like four bucks. Dude, it's sick. Like People can't see it right now, but it's like a sky blue knitted like cable knit sweater with like the American flag on the front. Like I thought it was from like brandy or something like an overpriced sweater it was a great find you know me i'd be scavenging them aisles but yeah no it was really thrilling for me but i got to the check first of all i went in there because i'd had it with my day and i was like you know what i need retail therapy so i'm like browsing the aisles first of all i was i think about 97 percent of that store is just complete shit garbage and then i happened upon this sweater and another dress and i'm like perfect so i go to the register and i'm checking out God bless the transgender female who was helping me, but they were not in a good mood. Okay. And they go, uh, do you want to round up to whatever, some cancer society or pet humane society? I don't know. I'm like, really? You're at- no offense, but it seems like a strange place to ask people to round up is at Goodwill. Like, don't you think you should be asking people to round up at like Nordstrom? Like a hundred percent, like a hundred percent. It's not the clientele, but like, you don't know, like some people might just be willing to give like whatever they have to a cancer society. So I'm, I'm FaceTiming with friend of the pod, Sarah, like 30 minutes ago, she's in the line at Panda Express and they, and I'm, I can hear them ask her if she's willing to donate a dollar. Sarah who? I think you need to clarify. Sarah Motes. Okay. Friend of the pod. Yeah. And so she's like getting Panda Express. Sorry to out you on our massive audio waves. But anyway, (laughs) the lady's like, do you want to give a dollar to cancer research? You know? And Sarah's like, and and Sarah says, yes. And she goes, how much? And Sarah's like, "Uh, a dollar. And I'm like, damn, I didn't know I'm on the phone with a baller. (laughs) I would never say yes to that shit. (laughs) (gasps) My ass is like saying no to two cents at Google. Oh, she's so nice. Such a good person. I feel like she would get, if like they asked her to donate a body part, she would. Like, that's the type of person she is. She'd be like, okay, do you want my left or right thumb? Like, (laughs) she's so that type of person. She'd give a thumb. She'd give a thumb. See, I would draw the line at like organs that I don't have two of. (laughs) Are you an organ donor? Like, I think, like, I think I am. I think, like, one time I hit no and I took it back and I was like, I want to change it. But then, like, I'd have to make an appointment at the DMV. I hit no and then I was like, I should have hit yes. But I think I'm yes now. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. You're not. I'm not because my dad was like, they harvest those people. Like, all he, like, freaked me out when I was, like, 15. And I, at that time, yeah. I mean, I still am a pretty bad driver. No, there's people feel all different things. I mean, not, I'm knocking on wood, but, you know. 
with my driving, like I will be harvested at one point, I'm afraid. So <laughs> I can attest to Mel's driving. I s- drove from Indiana to St. Louis with her one weekend. I'm about to get in that car again. And go- this time we're going to San Francisco. <laughs> Dude, this fucking car. Can you name, t- tell people the model of the car? Like I just. Okay, there's some car drama, but the model oh. of the car of the St. Louis trip was the Nissan Versa. It's a black hatchback. So basically it Guys, looks like a minivan. A hatchback. It's ha- it's like it's a minivan that was like stomped with like the heel of like someone's foot and like just squished. It was fun though. It was so fun. It's a good car. So so that was my car, right? Mm-hmm. I loved that car. I cared for that car. As a twin, my brother and I shared that car. So oh I God. never drove. Love I always that. talk about this. I never drove because you know toxic masculinity. The boys always give <laughs> me, which Classic. I was fine with. I love this car, but I never drove it in high school. So when I got to college, senior year, I finally bring my car to school. And I'm like, hells yeah. I'm pimping my ride. I'm showing my friends my mm-hmm. fucking sick whip. <laughs> then I come home from school and my wait, sister. Sorry, wait. Just to cut you off. You got the car because... You went like to school in Indiana University, great college. And where did your, and like, wait, where did your brother go? Like, why didn't he get the car? He was in San Francisco. At, at what? (laughs) He actually got rejected from Stanford. So that's kind of where I leave it. (laughs) Oh, the rejected one from Stanford, but he, he goes to a really good school. He was at a state school in California. (laughs) It's called Cal Berkeley. (laughs) Called Cal Berkeley. (laughs) Yeah. um, yeah. Sorry, side topic. I just love the twins. Okay, anyways. Back to the car. So my parents come to a decision before my sister goes back to school that she is going to take the car, Mm. the Nissan, with her back to school, leaving me with a literal minivan, a red minivan, which is our family's like 10-year-old fucking Sedona. While you're unemployed at home in your basement. As if my life isn't bad enough. I'm relegated (laughs) to a goddamn minivan. So I'm like, okay. Uh, I'm taking it as I go, but my dad did not want me to drive across the country with this minivan that has almost 200,000 miles on it. So he just went out and bought a, uh, not a brand new car, but a, a used nice car. And that's what I'm going to be taking across the country. <gasps> oh, hells yeah. And how, wait, how long are you going on the road? Like give everyone like a brief update. Okay. So I'm leaving on the 22nd of September. Mm-hmm. If you want to rob my room while I'm gone, <laughs> I don't have much. <laughs> and I'll be returning on like the 20th of October. So it's basically a month. That's sick. And you're driving out to San Francisco and then going to Utah? Yeah. Then we're the the middle goal is Utah, Zion National Park, if you're familiar. But in between San Francisco and Zion, my brother and I balled the fuck out and got a hotel room at the Bellagio, which is like one of the nicest hotels in Vegas. <laughs> Cause we were like, Wait, are you kidding? Dude, I'm dead serious because it's so cheap no. right now. Well, it's not cheap, but it's ch- cheaper than it would be. And so this is a, like, I swear to God, my dad's like, do not go into the casino. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Wait, that's fucking hilarious. Wait, are you, it's just you two. Yeah. It's just us. And you guys are going to the Bellagio. <laughs> Dude, I know. <laughs> is that even like a fair like a divided breakup of the trip like 
how many hours is it to Las Vegas? How many to Utah? So it's like 14 or 13 between the two, but because of the mountains and like Death Valley and shit, you have to go down like a U instead of straight across. And Vegas is literally oh. down at the bottom of the U. So it is kind of, it does kind of make sense to go there. Also, what's right <laughs> is my parents are flying into Vegas the next morning at like noon. So we're going to have to fucking <gasps> get our shit together in the morning. <laughs> and just drive like hungover as fuck with your parents <laughs> yes it's gonna be fucking brutal but let me hear some other sh- stuff from your end what's what's the scoop diddly at in the princeton res- residence honestly something i've been doing aside from my physical therapy is my aunt and uncle live like 10 minutes from our house and they have two kids and I've just been tutoring them is what I like to call it. Some people may consider it babysitting. It's tutoring people. All right. And <laughs> one's in first grade and one's in fourth grade. And like, I just bring them like, I don't know, kind of like worksheets and shit to do. Like nothing really that intense, but low key, like I don't remember like long division. I have to like look at Khan Academy videos and like totally. do it with him to like help him when he gets stuck. Cause I like, you know what I mean? I use a calculator. Like what? Right. I just want to show them like how on their iPads to get to calculators and be like, this is like how you do it. Do you know what I mean? It's so hard teaching them like whatever, but I do it. And I don't know. They're kind of smart asses, which I mean, like it's kind of annoying and like really difficult. (laughs) My cousin today, literally he goes, do you have a job? Oh, hell no. I just like, I literally look at him. I'm like, and like sarcastically, I'm like, I mean, obviously not. I'm here tutoring you guys. You know, his response was instantly, oh, we're being offensive now. Well, you have a big head. And <laughs> like that, my siblings used to bully me about my head size. Like that was like, lit- like the fact that he just fucking said that. And I literally was like, my mouth dropped. I was like, are you kidding me? And he was like, what and like I just couldn't say anything back because he was like right do you know what I mean like I wasn't gonna I was like okay (laughs) okay like people have told me that before so we can't disagree it's our little goddamn narcs like I swear to god they're so hilarious you used to blow the shit out of my sister for her head size really is this like a normal thing dad used to bully her yeah like everyone made fun of her head that's so funny it's crazy because like it's not like it's literally not big I mean I feel like as kids, you kind of don't grow into your head for a minute. Oh my God. We used to do the most fuck shit to my sister. We used to like, my brother used to tell my sister that she was like a boy and like my sister used to cry and like he used to call her Bob and like, it was just like fight. Like he, like, and I don't know. That's just like what siblings used to do. It was fun. It toughens people up. You you can instantly tell when you talk to people like what rank in their order of siblings they are, you know? Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Personality traits are so like factual. So fact. Oh my God. You're so used right. To call my sister. <laughs> it's so bad. We used to call her just chilled, like child, but pronounced wrong. <laughs> we would just be like, you're chilled. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it was brutal for her i'm sure she's still working through that (laughs) that's hilarious i mean yeah it's it's a classic and i i miss those times you know but i feel like the bullying never stops like do you know what i mean like oh never i don't call my sister bob anymore but there's still like 
really mean ties between us like at all times Same. you Same. know when i was on spring break this year i like literally had like a <laughs> like a break like a psych not a psychotic break but like a moment where i was so pissed i like threw my book at her i remember you telling me about this yes like no that is i mean when i was younger i legit had some anger sh- problems <laughs> which i find so surprising guys if you know mel's personality as of like college on which is when i met her like you don't paint her as an anger management child like i don't think i've ever seen you angry so much i i like i'm not an angry person but like she was being such a fucking cunt and also i was dealing with like day five of montezuma's revenge which is just mexican diarrhea which was especially annoying because we had all eaten this exact same shit wait sorry what is it called montezuma's revenge like were you diagnosed with that well it's just like a term it's like traveler's diarrhea if you go to mexico oh i've never heard of that i had i'm sorry to get graphic but i didn't have a solid shit for 35 days I'm dead. You're lying. I took stool soft, not stool softeners, stool hardeners. I took, I went to the doctor to get an antibiotics. I've taken like six rounds of antibiotics in the last six months. It's bad. I told my parents I'm going to have a hole in my gut. Are you serious? Dead ass. I'm worried. No way. That's what I was going to tell you about. So tomorrow I'm going to go get my blood test, blood work done to see if I'm allergic to penicillin. Because I feel like one of the reasons antibiotics are so shitty with me is because I can't take the good kind with penicillin. Uh, do you have any crazy allergies? Just penicillin. What about you? None that I know of. Well, that's what I always used to tell doctors. But honestly, there's one medication that I had for the first time ever reacted to. Those are the to. only people who ask. <laughs> I know. True. Are you, or right now, you're asking. Real roasted. <laughs> but after my ACL, they've prescribed me to like a pain medication, Tylenol 3. My skin broke out and like rashes everywhere. And like my skin was so dry. Oh, and you were like, telling me that when it first started. You were like, I think I'm yeah. into this shit. That's crazy. And I like take particularly good skin, like care of my skin. Like I moisturize, I wash my face twice a day, like really, really good. I drink a lot of water. You wash water. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I was very, very confused. But yeah, it's apparently Tylenol 3, I'm allergic to. Damn. I hate when doctors give us that like higher dosage, like ibuprofen. I'm like, get this pussy shit out of my face. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> literally. And then when. Something that ends in Yeah. And. <laughs> When my doctor told me to get off the Tylenol 3 because I was having a reaction, you know what he told me to take instead? Oh, God. What? NyQuil? I was taking six ibuprofens and four extra strength Tylenols. Holy shit. I couldn't do it more than once. That's honestly what weaned me off my pain meds is I did that once and I just felt like a literal crackhead. It was like a mental thing for me. I was like, I feel like I'm trying to overdose right now. And I like, I kept like looking it up. Like I just didn't trust it. And that's honestly what made me get off my pain meds. I know someone who got hospitalized because she had was taking so many Advil for an existing injury that it put a hole in her, basically like put a hole in her gastrointestinal system. You're lying. That ass. It, it was crazy. It was so intense. This stuff is scary, you know, and like, I'm honestly all for like the more natural way. One of 
our friends, Aaron, like living with her, I like really believed in that stuff more for sure. I was like, oh, I can put like this oil on my wrist and like have less of a headache. Like I really believe in that shit. That works. I think it does. But honestly, I'm such a candidate for the placebo effect. I'll be the first to admit it. <laughs> you should try to involve yourself in COVID testing trials. I hear there's some going on down in B-Town. What do you mean? The vaccine. Uh, fuck that. Like what? they're testing the vaccine. I don't want to like sign up for like, okay, but what if it kills me? No, that's the thing. I still don't get how anything I said made you think I want to get te- be like in COVID trials. <laughs> I just said I like enjoy putting essential oil on my wrist. Hmm. I don't know. I stroked out for a second. Okay. I don't know. Uh, yeah, literally. Yeah, what? My mistake. <laughs> my mistake. <laughs> oh, you said placebo effect. That's why. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking mm. like, you know, medicine, placebo, trials, yada, yada. Also like chemicals, like wrong dosages, deaths, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, death, horrible life. Horrible life, trauma. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I like, I'm staying with some family during this road trip and they were very adamant that I obviously not infect them with the cocoa. So Mm -hmm. I'm like trying to get tested along the way, but I've never been tested before. So I'm going to try to do that. Oh, really? I'm a little nervy. Have you? It's not bad. Yeah. I got tested twice. The first time I got tested, it was before I came home when I was like coming home from school because I just don't want to bring anything to my parents. And I I think the lady fucked up that time because I everyone told me it was like you feel it like in your brain and it's like the worst pain ever. Right. And I literally felt like she cleared out my nostrils. Like it felt kind of good. <laughs> and so I don't think she did it right. And then the second time I got it was before my surgery. I had to get a rapid test done. And that lady did it right, I'm pretty sure. Mm. But it's not bad. Like you feel it up there and like, but it's like three seconds, you know? It's like not unbearable. You count to three and then it's done. And it does clear out your nostrils still. So I could use a little sinus drainage. I'm not mad about it. Yeah, no, it's, it's not a bad thing. You can do it. You've done, you've been through worse. I'll, I'll keep you posted. You want to go into the short bus behave? For sure. Let's cue the intro. Short bus behavior of the week. Okay, so this week on short bus behavior, Harpreet and I both have local news stories that, have, that we've seen that we thought were worthy of mm-hmm. your attention. So mine comes from a trip to the grocery store that I took earlier this week. I'm chilling in my car, decompressing from my mask wearing, just, you know hyperventilating (laughs) in the van and I look up across the parking lot and this man he's like 40 he's got a gallon of milk in one hand and a gallon of water in the other and he's just doing shoulder shrugs walking across the parking lot you're kidding work out alone he was on his own and and I was just watching it I was like classic male behavior like you would never see a woman <laughs> fucking getting some curls in with her two percent but this guy is just <laughs> strolling cartless getting his workout in in the marsh parking lot that's so funny because i experienced something similar there was a man at my physical therapist today and same masculinity kind of just like taking charge he walks in and Normally, like, you're supposed to wait at the front, masks on, you know, COVID, whatever, and one of the, like, PT assistants come and get you and, like, tell you where to go, what to do first. 
but he just kind of like walks in and the girl tries to help him and he's just like no like i'm doing the elliptical and this poor girl she was like definitely like an intern like a young girl and she's like oh okay okay and he's like i don't know just like really going at it having an aggressive workout like dude what are you in here for to like build your cardio up like you don't seem like physically enabled at all but like whatever he definitely had some issue because how it works at my physical therapy i don't know if it's like this everywhere but it's like the physical therapist has like these charts for each patient and he goes to each table and like kind of mingles with the different patients this guy gets up off his table and just goes and like gets his chart and like i don't know like you don't you don't take a doctor's chart right and he just takes his chart and he like is showing his physical therapist he's like okay i'm gonna do these ones like makes up his own routine and then he starts doing these stretches on his leg and the physical therapist was like no like you can't do that like he was like you can't bend your leg like that what's his age he was probably 40 i don't know i couldn't imagine like i don't fucking move my hand if my physical therapist doesn't tell me to you know what i mean like I stay locked at that you place. Like, I yeah, I listen to my physical therapist there. <laughs> um, let's get into our five star racks. Do we have an intro, dude? We need. I'll, I'll I'll make one. Okay, so just cue the intro for that. Got it. Done. <laughs> okay. Good. 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 I like don't have an intro. We leave all this in. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like okay, done. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'm excited to hear about yours, Mel. You saw Paris Hilton's new documentary, which I did. Was it good? It was cray cray banana. If I'm being honest with you, I was on YouTube, at, you know, trolling on YouTube at like midnight, uh-huh. and I see this. It's like premiere, the real story of Paris Hilton, and I was like, holy shit! I had heard about that that she was gonna have a doc, but I didn't realize that the day had finally come. Like I've honestly been looking forward to this, so I click on it. And it's about basically when she was younger, I had no idea. Obviously, she's daughter of Hilton Hotel, so rich as fuck. But I guess she was just kind of like a crazy girl, like 15-year-old in New York. So her parents had people come get her. This is a spoiler alert, by the way. Come grab her from her bed in the middle of the night. Take her to a boarding school for like rebellious young rich celebrity kids where they were supposed to like slap them into shape and so yeah she basically was like kidnapped in the night (gasps) taken to utah was where this camp was and kept there for like in zion no fuck no it wasn't in zion (laughs) (laughs) i'm like yeah it's actually where i'm staying this weekend (laughs) no it's um it was like a boarding school. I literally was like, "What? what's the name of it? Like, I'm trying to go v- drive by and see if I can watch this through the fence. Take a picture outside. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And I guess she's never really talked about it before, but it was, I mean, it was- Wait, that is crazy. It wasn't like, I mean, it wasn't like a Cannes Film Festival energy, but it was good mm-hmm. for YouTube for sure. I'm excited to hear about her early life because I feel like I've seen so many like Paris Hilton shit. I know her image now, but like I know she was like a young, rich, whatever Hilton heir. But to hear more about that, I, I'm definitely gonna watch it. Kim was in it. Chris Jenner was in it. Shut up. Yeah, just like quick, just like quick camera moments because Kim used to be her assistant. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. One of, one of my biggest takeaways was she was proposed to at one point. Also, her sister gets a lot of screen time in it, and her sister just looks like an absolute cunt. And Nikki. yeah, whoa, yeah, so you do know about her. 
Well, I know like basic stuff. But I don't know about like the details, like the kidnapping so her, thing. Her we're talking sister's about. married to like an extremely rich Rothschild's their last name, and they're just like Rothschild. It's like Rothschild IRA of banking. Like they're rich as fuck. Oh so, shit! Yeah, they're just like dynasty family. It was just annoying to have them be like, "Yeah, our lives suck." I'm like, "Ugh, I know," but come on. She's just like, yeah, having had everything taken away. This is Paris. Yeah, having had everything taken away from me at a young age, like, really made me just want to buy myself everything I can get my hands on. And there's just videos of her house and, like, all the crap she has. Like, she just has piles and piles of shit. It's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. She was engaged before. That was another thing I got. Um, If you look up Paris Hilton engagement ring, it is. I'm going to show you it right now. It is one of the most insane things I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Can you see that? <gasps> Look how big this That's ring is. That's half her finger. <gasps> and I've heard Paris Hilton has like huge hands and feet. Sorry, weird fact. But that, I'm just saying in comparison. No, he, yes. I was watching the doc and I was like, Holy fuck, her hands are huge. Wait, is she not married to him? I can't believe you just said that. Oh, yeah. I just, I know random things. No, she got engaged. Oh, they broke off the engagement. But it, that was in the dock. And I was, and while that was in there, I was like, damn, that bitch has big ass hands and a big ass <laughs> ring. <laughs> no, I've like read somewhere that Paris Hilton has to get like her Jimmy Choo's custom made because she wears like a size 12 or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's funny as hell. I know. Embarrassing. <laughs> the struggle. So that was that's my five star content wreck. Check it out if you have two hours on your hands, which you definitely goddamn do if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> and also, okay, so let's hear about what your wreck is. I'm well, very interested. I'm glad you're interested because my five star wreck is actually based off of a vice video that I just saw. The title of it is Columbia's most bizarre traditions. So if you want to look it up on YouTube, you can find it. But basically, it's about this town in Columbia, which is supposedly like a very normal town. So like no judgments or anything. It's just a part of their culture there. But the men have sex with donkey from a very young age i just sorry it took me a while to spit it out but like and that's just like the preface of the whole thing and yeah we laugh and it seems like a joke but like the way they explain it is that the town is just very catholic and so they don't obviously approve of like premarital sex so i love that this calls back to catholicism <laughs> literally this all goes back to the church at the end of the day but um they also think that like it makes your penis bigger and stops you from becoming a homosexual and it's crazy and like in the documentary it's just these like obviously two journalists and they just go to the town and it's just so normal like no one's ashamed of it it's not like a secret thing like the wives are laughing about it and Holy like shit. it's they start from like age 13 i'm pretty sure i'm Sorry, but I'm curious what position they're having sex in. Oh, the, I'm assuming doggy. Dude, they literally show, like, at the end, they show a clip of, like, a guy having sex Shut with a donkey. Up. And not, they, like, blur it out, kind of. And, like, it's just hard to watch, though. Like, the journalist literally turns away and it was like, wow. Like, it's like, that's the thing. It's like. So, what position? <laughs> like, 
I know you know. Like, whatever, Mel. Just literally watch the documentary. I don't want to talk about it. It's so uncomfortable. Like, I don't know how to explain it because it's funny. Like, right now you're laughing, but it's, like, low-key, like, sad. Okay, okay. No, it's, like, not. No, no, no. It's, like, not that sad. I was getting deep for a second. It's, like, fucking hilarious. But, like, I don't know. These people are just so. (laughs) These people. Yeah, you can laugh. I'm sorry I, like, shut you out for a sec. But, like, I'm just thinking about these people. They're so serious. Damn. That's crazy that that's like the animal that they've deemed as like gonna keep them. I because just because the donkey, yeah, called, I don't, I, I mean, don't a donkey know. is called an ass. The fact, I mean, it is kind of gay that that's the animal they chose to not be gay with. <laughs> <laughs> no, true, very ironic, but it just, it, I don't know. It's a ten out of ten wreck for me because it was just, it's like a rite of passage, and like the men talk about like their first donkey and like. Oh my wow. god. It's just crazy that like that that's literally a place like in Colombia. Like people go to Colombia, you know. Wow. Like it's it's crazy, but that would be my I've five star wreck. You've been to Colombia? Mhm. Well, actually when we were what when I went to Peru after freshman year, uh-huh. we had to catch a bus and it took us from Peru to Bolivia, I think. Mm. And we we had to go around in Colombia. And I didn't know prior to getting on the bus that we were going to be going into Columbia because I was like some other college student was planning the whole trip. And when I got there, like I realized I had signed up for all the shit that was way more intense than I was prepared for, including like, a <laughs> 10 hour bus ride from Peru to like Bolivia. But um, it was crazy, yeah. dude. And I was just like, this could yeah. be intense, but it was fine. We were there through the night, so I didn't really like hang out, but. Yeah. Did you see anything? Like, did it look like very rural? Rural sketchy as hell too. I I told the story about how the uh, guy sold us paper towels, but sold not paper towels. Sold us weed that was paper towels. Wait, what? No, this is crazy. So we were we would like go out clubbing at this one square in Peru every night, and it was it was like a medical mission trip. So it was a bunch of college kids from uh-huh. all over America going to like give medical service to like these third world communities. Mm-hmm. But we were staying in Cusco, which is like the traveler's village outside of Machu Picchu. So there was like, bu- it was touristy as fuck. And there was a big capital square, which is like the town capital. Basically it's where everyone f- got fucked up at night. So obviously we're all rolling in deep every night. We get like hammered at the local markets and we're drunk as hell. And we go in and anyway, we, we party, whatever. And Every night on the square, there's people trying, they're like following you around. They're like, cocaine, 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 trying to you to buy blow. <laughs> and obviously these kids are like, they're not trying to get coke. So the the one kid I was with was like, no, we don't. I mean, I'm going to speak for him. <laughs> he was like, no, I don't want coke. Do you have any weed? This dude's like, yeah, yeah, give me a second. He has tattoos all over his face. He's like 4'11", scary as hell, wiry as runs away from us. And I'm kind of sitting there. Weed's completely illegal. And I know that there's like plots. Like sometimes drug dealers will sell you weed and then phone in the cops and you'll have to pay the cops a bribe and they'll split it with the drug dealer. So I'm worried about basically getting like wrapped up in a drug bribe situation. Right. Because obviously I shop at Goodwill and (laughs) can't get myself out of that. So this dude finally like 20 minutes past, he runs back. It's me and this guy waiting on the weed. He gives us, it was like a paper towel. And he was like, it's in here, it's in here, whatever. And the guy pays him. My friend pays him. We take the weed. I'm freaking out in the cab. They're all speaking Spanish. I don't know what the hell they're saying. We finally get back to the hotel. I'm like, thank God we didn't get pulled over by a cop. 
We get up into his hotel room. We open it up to see what we've got. And this motherfucker just took tiny ass paper towels <gasps> and balled them all up. You and made them like little mugs, bro. <laughs> we literally thought it was weird. <laughs> we were pissing ourselves laughing. Yeah, it was so stupid. Like they probably saw you like this dumbass American girl. Like- oh, 100%. Also, it wasn't me. It was the fucking guy I was with. But yeah, he was <laughs> That's hilarious. Too. It was one of the funniest moments. That's hilarious. That's so iconic. <laughs> Columbia be wildin'. I should have just Columbia be wildin'. I should have just accepted the coke offer, honestly. In hindsight, literally. Oh my god, literally. How was South America, by the way? It was cool. Like it was so fucking cool. They had cool hot. I would calls. love to go there sometime. Honestly, like if you're looking for a good time and it doesn't yeah. break the bank, like it's a good. You got. You got. You can do a lot with like a hundred bucks in Peru, I swear. Like it's crazy. Yeah. And I mean, they have developed cities. They're they're ma- they're um I forget. Oh yeah, Lima is like their capital. And that's amazing. I mean, it it's like it's not like New York because it's not as nice as New York, but it is that level of developed. Like there's public transit and oh, massive, so that's interesting. Cool. I feel like people talk about Peru yeah. like a fucking garbage pile, but oh, definitely. I mean, I you just don't. I just don't think like infrastructure. I think when I think of Peru, yeah, no, for sure. But the the places we volunteered for the medical mission were fucking nuts. Like these kids walked like hours and hours to go to school up in the mountains, and like they had no. Basically, they had this program where the more kids you have, the more money the government gives you to like subsidize your children. So these families will have like 10 or 12 kids just to get hella money from papa government and pay for their own alcohol oh, they just no. use it for fucking alcohol like it's not it was just bad really about that shit was crazy they've you know like the places we were they had like dirt floors Holy and fuck. like no window no like glass windows like their windows were just fucking like oh like legit open window it was it was just crazy like i'd never been around such pop definitely and then i go out at night and like that's that's the whole problem with the whole thing it was so like it was like it was such full days you know i went from fucking like extreme poverty yeah but it was good it was good i recommend it to anyone but i would go with someone who speaks spanish oh did you i mean i knew how to say like bathroom no, like, were you with someone that knew to speak Spanish? Oh, yeah. Luckily. That was convenient as hell. We showed up. We we once, Amanda and I, um, we got in a taxi and we wanted to go to the mm-hmm. bus station. And we're getting ready mm-hmm. to go ride this bus. And we show up and we realize we went to the goddamn airport, not the <laughs> bus station. It is not the same place. And it's me, <laughs> Amanda, and this, this other girl. Oh, and no. we're like, holy fuck. So I'm going up to people trying to explain, like, not playing bus. And we end up taking this guy, like, runs with us to his car, fully just a normal ass citizen of Peru. Oh, my God. Throws our bags in his car. It is not a goddamn taxi. There's nothing that's indicating it's a taxi. It's a regular guy's car. We're whipping through the streets. We're like... We have money. Like, we'll pay you so much money. Just please get us to the bus station. <laughs> Meanwhile, our friends at the bus station, speaking in Spanish, buying us time. But they're like, no, we're... Because t- it was like an eight-hour bus ride. And if they're late, like, all their shit's late. And they're like, no, we're not... Like, we are leaving the bus and your friends will not be on it. And we're leaving at the time we said. But we're 
trying to communicate. Dude, it was the most stressed out I've ever been in my fucking life. Because the airport was like 35 minutes from the bus station. Wait, and so did you get there? We end up getting there. And this kid, Juan, fucking saves the day. To keep them from leaving, we had to continue to buy tickets. So we ended up buying like $100 worth of tickets to like no. keep them waiting for us. And yeah, then we showed up and it was like, I literally, we have a, a man and I have a fucking selfie of us on the bus, like after we got on and boarded and we are, I like, that is the happiest photo of my life. Cause I Did was like, everyone hate to you when you got on that bus. No, they, thought, they just thought we were retarded. Wait, what happened to the guy who drove you? We paid him and he was like, all right. How, wow. What a nice guy. I just think he was like a guy. I just think he was like. You know, it's like at, at the airport of Peru, there were just hella people just mulling around. Like, I think he just saw panic yeah. and was like, I can help them. But at the moment when we were rip, ripping down the Peruvian highways, I was like, we might, it's just three, three American girls. Like, he could be taking us to like our death. Yeah, you guys are definitely so lucky, but that's crazy. What a cool story. Yeah, I don't know. It was good times. We lived. Oh my God. <laughs> You did live, and it's hard to do that now in Corona and stuff. I know. That's what I'm like. I hate that people are missing out on those moments. So For sure. I'm hoping I can get some more cray-cray stories on this road trip and try to, you know, oh, not get kidnapped. Definitely. But. I mean, you're definitely going to be getting more exposure than me. And yeah, luckily you have a car, so no catching buses. <laughs> Thank God. That's hard for me to distinguish. Thank God. But I think that's all the time we have for today. But... Thanks for tuning in, guys. We hope you liked today's podcast and definitely leave us suggestions. We're open to criticism, nice criticism. And by that, I mean only compliments. <laughs> but other than that, definitely tune back in and we'll see you guys next time. Bye bye. Hey, 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 okay, okay. I want y'all to.